All right. Well, hello, everyone. Brian Zimmerman here, executive editor of Jazz Is Magazine. I want to welcome you to another episode of Jazz Is Live. It is Miles Monday, and you know what that means. We are going to be joined by drummer Vince Wilburn Jr., nephew of Miles Davis, to talk about what's new in the world of Miles Davis. And in that conversation, we are lucky enough to also be joined by Aaron Davis, Miles Davis's youngest son, who also oversees the estate uh, with Vince and a few others. Um, as always, because it is Miles Monday, we welcome you to chime in regarding your thoughts on memories of Miles. Uh, if you've ever seen Miles live, your favorite Miles album, what Miles music are you listening to right this moment? We want to know. It is Miles Monday. It is all about Miles. And, you know, if you're watching and if you just want to say where you're watching from, we'd love to hear that too. If you have a question for either Vince or Aaron about Miles Davis or what they do at the Miles Davis estate or what's coming up with the Miles Davis estate, write that in the comments too. We'll get to it at the end of the show. But anyhow, uh, without further ado, we've got Vince Wilburn Jr. and Aaron Davis backstage. Let's go ahead and bring them out. Guys, are you there? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you so much to you both for being here. Miles Monday, celebrating Miles Davis, Vince, your uncle, Aaron, your father. This is huge. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, Vince, hey, man, we know your story. You are my co-host for this show. People are used to seeing you and the baseball cap. But uh, Aaron, it is your first time on the show. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious. You were born where? Um, when Miles was living where? At what period in his life? I was born in New York, 71. Okay. okay. Very nice. The youngest son of Miles Davis. Did you grow up in New York? Yeah, I stayed there until I was about 12 and then okay. headed out west. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, when was the first time, because I've talked to Vince about this a little bit, you realized your dad was, you know, not just dad, but Miles Davis? Probably when... You know, I I knew who he was. Yeah, uh, I didn't know him very well when I was younger. But we had he would always send his records over. So my mom had this huge collection of his records, and I was just like, "Man, he made all these records!" And you know, and these these were the only the Columbia ones. There weren't any of the uh, Capital or uh, Prestige stuff. So that's when I figured that he might be uh, something special because he had made so many records. Yeah, man. What was your impression of the music back then? I'm sorry, I lost you there. What, you what was your impression of the music back then, listening to your dad for the first time? Well, I only really got into... Um, the first record I really got into of his was We Want Miles, probably, when I was okay. 12. You know, like cool. he sent that over. And then he also sent over Man with the Horn at the same time. So I went back and listened to Man with the Horn, too. And, you know, I was kind of getting that way. And then I didn't really hear too much of his older catalog until a few years later because he would never talk about it or play it or uh, say I should listen to Kind of Blue or Sketches of Spain or any of that stuff. Yeah. And when I was around him, we were only listening to the stuff he was working on at the time or, you know, as in like live shows or whatever he was doing in the studio. So it was kind of a real progressive forward thing. So I didn't really discover his catalog until really after he passed away. Then I really got a chance to dive into everything. You know, I heard some sketches, some kind of blue, a little bit of bitches brew, a little bit of birth of the cool, but I didn't really get a full sense of all the good stuff I was missing until after he passed away. And, you know, hearing all the second quintet stuff, the first quintet stuff, and then getting a chance to actually work 
on those with Vince and you know the the respective record companies was has been the best way to get into it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Were you a musician? Are you a mus musician? Yeah, I play, yeah. I play drums. Uh, okay. After drums. My cousin, it's about play, drums. play drums, play a little guitar, play a little bass. Right on. Uh, I was taking piano lessons for a while, but I, that didn't work out. So, I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> too much. Very, yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Well, hey, you know, we've already got some people chiming in. Kenny from Minnesota. Hey, good uh, seeing you on here, Kenny. Pablo posted uh, your <laughs> Miles Davis's famous chili recipe. I've actually seen that going around the internet. Man, Kenny, um, Kenny grew up across the alley from me. What's up, okay. Kenny? And today's his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Kenny. Like we say, Chicago. if you've got if you've got uh, a friend, someone you know who wants to talk Miles Davis with his son Aaron or his nephew Vince. Click that share button. Let's make this a hang. Let's make this a jam. And uh, yeah, let's get the word out. So you guys both oversee the Miles Davis in estate. Um, Aaron, how long have you been doing that? We started doing that when he passed away, but okay. uh, which was in 91. But we, uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's been like two different lives. It's been like the life yeah. when he was alive and the life after that. You know, and it was yeah. like. There's a lot of things that were hard to do initially with the estate that, you know, once we decided to take things a different direction, were much easier to do, you know, and it was, but it took a while to get there, you know, and, and, and then Vince and I talk all the time about when we were living with Miles in Malibu and touring with him and just, you know, being around him for the sessions and whatever, whatever. And like, yeah. that just seems like another lifetime to me. Like, it just yeah. seems like so, you know. Like, like great memories, but it just seems like another lifetime. Wow. And in your role as, you know, overseer of the state, what are you doing most? You know, like what, what's the principal role? Well, we, we do the principal role for all of us is to, is to protect his image and likeness yeah. and to explore avenues where, where those, where those things can be beneficial for the estate, you know, and for, and try to uh, get, you know, people to listen to his music who haven't heard it before, or uh, you know, younger generations, or you know, one thing we love to try to do is give them music they haven't heard. You know, I which see, is hard yeah. to do, but it, you know, yeah, we yeah. can. You know, we we've got plenty of stuff, right, Kyle? Yes, we do. <laughs> you got stuff in the archive. Yeah, I, I'm I'm digging. Ab, I'm digging. Checking my cuz out, so I'm just gonna <laughs> lay back and back. I'm he's, like Ed McMahon. I'm just like uh, he's holding it down, man. Uh, How about you? I, I, I gotta say this. He doesn't play a little bit of drum, a little bit of guitar. Aaron is a badass musician. There you go. So don't don't get don't don't you know I knew he was I, being I humble. Say, I yeah, knew no, he was no, being I'm, humble. I'm, de I'm dead serious, B. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, I believe it. You played in the electric band? He, no, he Aaron? played he played in the electric band is my band. Yeah. But Aaron played with Miles, with Chief, played percussion. Wow. You know, wow. yeah, I, I did. I did the whole thing. I, I did everything from towels and water to setting up drums and guitar amps and keyboards to playing in the band. Really? You know, wow. Yeah, I, I was getting Vince's towels for him when he, he was up on the front. <laughs> the towel boy. Hey, you got to start somewhere. You got to start oh, somewhere. Yeah. And how often would you two see each other? You know, back in the day, we we lived together, and 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 when we were on when we weren't on tour, we we'd be to you know, okay, Aaron, Aaron would come to Chicago or. Yeah, you know, it would be like the summer, right? And um, let's say they had a few dates in the U.S. like right when I got out of school. Okay. So we would go and play like Hollywood Bowl, right? Cause like the Bowl, uh, uh, oh, Montreal, Montreal Jazz Festival, like that kind of stuff. Early nice. in the 
you know, late spring, early summer. And then there'd be like a week off. And he'd be like, Vince, take take Aaron to Chicago with you. <laughs> like, yeah, take yeah. Me with, you know, to Chicago, be there yeah. for like a week or so, and then head over to Europe for the rest of the, you know, for the big part of the summer tour. So, yeah. you know, we were around each other a lot when I was, yeah. you know, starting probably at 12, 12 years old. Very cool. I mean, and that's it's so amazing to me to learn over these conversations, the course of these conversations, is that Miles really seemed like a family guy, like a family man. And he wanted his family to be together. And you guys were hanging out at each other's houses all the time. It sounded like family was really important to him. Oh, yeah. 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 Very much so. Yeah. Whenever he would uh, have like uh, like have a polyps removed from his throat or something like that, Vince's mom and our uncle Vernon would come out and help get him back on, and Cheryl would come out and help get him back on his feet, you know, and they would just, we would all just be together at the house in Malibu. And I think that's how he wanted it when he was yeah. feeling that way and he was getting better and getting stronger. And then they would start, you know, do it like acting like regular brother siblings, you know, just right. you know, giving each other a little rib here and there. And Vince's mom making the best food ever, man. I miss that. man. I don't know how yeah. Vince is doing without it, but I'm not doing so good with that. She'd make spaghetti. She'd make everything for him, just just for him, you know. Yeah. And um, when Uncle Miles would play Chicago, she would either cook or prepare something, or they'd go out, you know, have some one of the restaurants prepare food, and he'd come by the house. And sometimes he stayed at the house, you know, when he would play Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he felt comfortable, Brian, being around, you know, being around family. You know. That's right. That's he, right. He could be himself. It sure sounds like it. Now, and he used to, he made a joke up to my mom. He said, "I'm gonna stop staying at your house, Dorothy, because your bathroom is too close to your kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> Always a little digs <laughs> for sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> very nice. And so, but, uh, and who and who? So, because there's a lot of you that are overseeing the state now. Who's involved in the estate? It's you. It's Vince and your brothers and sisters, Aaron. Uh, my sister is Cheryl. Vince's cousin, Cheryl. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very and then we have a general manager, Daryl Porter. Daryl Porter, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And so we were and talking I, about it a little bit earlier, but I mean, it sounds like some of the, So if somebody wanted like sample a Miles Davis song or something, yeah. they would come to you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And if like, obviously for the movie, you know, they came through you yeah. with Don Cheadle. It's yeah. The, like, the likeness, the movie, yeah. the, the music, the likeness, anything Miles. Yeah. They, they contact us. Very nice. Were you involved, Aaron, when they were trying to get the... Uh, there was a movie originally playing with Wesley Snipe, wasn't there, back in the day? That, that I think that was an early... Uh, I mean, that was an early idea that didn't really yeah. happen. You know, I mean, I... You know, I remember seeing Wesley at the memorial service. Uh, what was the name of that church? I can't remember the name of the church, because what, what is it called? Don't put me yeah, on the spot. I, I don't know. We don't, I don't know either. But um, it's a I famous there and thinking, oh, that, that's interesting. And then it never really happened. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it did finally come to fruition with that amazing movie with Don Cheadle. Um, you know, I'm curious is there anything in the works now? Vince and I were talking a little bit before he we went on air. Um, that people can look forward to was that amazing documentary that was just released, Birth of the Cool. Um, but is there anything in the works that those of us in lockdown can look forward to uh, coming soon? Was it well, the Riverside Chapel? Riverside Chapel, right? Is that, is that it? That I it? think so. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if if you if you're in lockdown and you haven't had a chance to see the uh, 
the documentary, Birth of the Cool. It's on Netflix. If you can get to Netflix, it might be on the PBS side because it's an American Masters right. uh, production as well. So I would I would start there. But if um, as far as new stuff coming out, we have a lot of stuff in the works, but I can't really talk about it until it's for a little bit more solid because everybody's so spread out. It's hard to get everybody together and doing <laughs> this and that, you know. But as far as like, uh, you got your master. Yeah, Vince, talk about lockdown. You know, Vince we have, is. Yeah, we have we have to make masks. You know, um, we we did a, a por- you know a portion of our sales are going to uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, it's been a it's been a hell of a few months. No, I know. Hell of a few months around. Here. I know. <laughs> no, man, but the store that's absolutely the store is up and running. There's some very cool merch. On the store, Vince was showing off a few pieces there. The Miles Davis mask. Yeah, we have we have masks, and we have we have, um, and like Aaron said, we donate a portion to Black Lives Matter. Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, the new sketches of Spain hoodies are coming out. You can pre-order. Yeah. Um, with the we hoodie some, that I'm wearing, I mean the sweatshirt I'm wearing. Yeah, right. You there. see, yeah. we have some new masks coming out soon that are uh, the mask is uh, his artwork is on the mask. So it's really cool. Oh, that paintings by Miles Davis. Yeah, but it'll be on the yeah, map. It's yeah, going to be on map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very cool. Very nice. And this is all available at uh, what's the URL for that store? You can just go to milesdavis.com and follow the link to uh, which I believe is shop or store. Is a store? It's uh, milesdavisstore.com. Okay. Very nice. Check out all the stuff going on out there. We hey, do hey, have a yeah. Hey B, we got some music coming out too. Okay. You got some things in the works, yeah. Stuff man. we can talk about. Okay. Well, we can kind of tease you. About it, we <laughs> we got we got the we got the new Miles Electric Band record coming out. Okay. Very the nice. Birth of, the birth produced by Lenny White and myself. We have the the um, the documentary Birth of the Cool soundtrack that's out now, and we we're in we're working with Q Tip on a long-awaited. Okay project this this and and tip has sent a co- you know like links to aaron and i and it's it's it's, it's gonna be hot you know okay this would be a q-tip from a tribe called quest the yeah. one and only the We're, one and only okay okay come on come on where you at come on <laughs> we're gonna try to get it we yeah, should try to get him on you know yes we should yes we should in the comments let us know if you want to see q-tip on the show uh we've got some questions in already robert wants to know first and foremost what cities are you both from we talked about that a little but uh Vince, of course, from the great city of Chicago, Illinois. And Aaron, born in New York? Born in New York. I live in L.A. Shout out Robert Choji. (laughs) That's right. And Robert Robert also wants to know, what is the story on that Miles Davis James Baldwin photo that was recently posted on Instagram? Yeah, I posted that. I think that was in in the... the, the, Uncle Miles had a... In his backyard, courtyard, like in the back on, on West 77th Street. Yeah. The famous brownstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I think there was a visit from Mr. Baldwin at the time. Wow. And I posted it because it was his birthday. That's you know. incredible. That's incredible. Shout, shout out to Tony Bennett today. It's his birthday. At August third. That's right. Yeah. Tony yeah, Bennett's yeah. birthday. Yeah. He hung, he hung with us at a, at um at the premiere in New York. Remember, cuz? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah for miles ahead. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very uh-huh. cool. You know, I'm sure you've met just tons of people. You know, through miles. Uh, Aaron, is was there anyone that you were particularly starstruck by that you met through your dad maybe not starstruck but it was really cool to meet this person yeah there was a several <laughs> and some of them 
I've been starstruck in retrograde, where it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, one time, you know, Dizzy Gillespie kind of accidentally burned me with his cigar. And like, to me, I still think about that. And I'm like, man, that's cool. I'll, that's I'll take that cool. any day. Man. Yeah. Any day. Um, but, you know, I, I met Sammy Davis Jr. through wow. him when I was really young. And I thought, man, this is cool, man. You know, and um, so many people, though, you know, so many people. I mean, just. Yeah. I mean, but but in a, but in a way, you know, you have to like understand that they're artists and they're people, and you know, it's hard not to. But you can't be fawning all over me. You no, know? I know, I know but, what you mean. Yeah, I mean, being around Sicily was kind of a trip when I first met her. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I wow, you know, <laughs> I'd only seen her on TV before. Right, huh? right. But yeah, at the same time, you're right. She's a person. She's a human being, and you know. Yeah. Um, how about, and, and your dad was the same way, you know, I imagine I, for a lot of us in jazz, he is a mythic, heroic, iconic jazz legend. Uh, but I'm curious, you know, if you have memories of Miles just as dad, you know, maybe not related to music, not being on the road, not, you know, gigging, but just something that sticks out to you that was just this, this, when I think of my dad, I always remember this, you know? Yeah. When I think of him, I remember seeing him like there's like two sides right there's like you see him on stage and you're working but then there's also like like you're saying dad is more like when we'd be at home and he would want to paint mm. or watch the fights or cook or you know we make some or he'd make some popcorn and all the burnt popcorn he said was for you <laughs> <laughs> that was yours yeah. or you know I mean, we we had one of those. Vince, you remember we had the like one of the when you could first get satellite television. You you had to get like a full size dish, like you're trying to land, you know, <laughs> yeah. space or it was like a military grade dish. Yeah. Had to be yeah. that type. Yeah. Of yeah. We'd be trying to find boxing, and the satellite would be moving and creaking, and <laughs> like you know, just we we try to we get fights from you know, wherever we could. He like you know he like to watch uh, old Johnny Bratton fights, old Sugar Ray Robinson fights. Yeah. Um. You know, but the but he really liked to paint and like everything he kind of did, like Vince talks about it sometimes, like he kind of just would move from area to area, right? Huh? Yeah, call them stations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just like cooking a little bit. Yeah. Everybody would eat. And then he'd all of a sudden he'd be like painting. And we're like, maybe he just made this for us, or like he's not eating. Yeah. Or, then he'd be <laughs> then we come over to see the painting and he's over there watching the fights. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Oh man, that's the way he was in music hey, too. On the hey, move, on the hey, move. Hey, Brian, he would have us take it off the, um, off the big glass table, the dining room table, and hang it up so he could look at it from another angle. Then okay. Aaron and I would take it. I mean, it was a huge canvas. Then we'd take it down and put it back on the table, and then he'd work at it some more. You know, wow. but there was that that creative mind. You know, yeah, always at work. Yeah, always at work. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Aaron, what were some of the first projects you remember working on for the estate? Some of the earliest ones. Wow. Well, usually it was um, back then when we first started, it was a lot of like box sets that oh, were okay, coming right. out, stuff like sense. that. Um, things really changed when we, when we brought on Daryl Porter and we brought on uh, our publicist at the time. Uh, Karen Sundell, we, we certainly started like snowballing things like, you know, we were uh, working on like maybe the kind of blue 50th anniversary, you know, for a couple of months. Then we were working on, you know, doing something in South by Southwest for uh, a showcase or, or working on a panel for CMJ. Right, Vince, you know, or yeah, we, we won like miles. Stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell we, them about that. 
We it want was, miles. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 this picture is from here. Okay. It's an exhibit. It was an it's 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 a cradle to the grave a museum exhibit. That traveled to Paris, to Montreal. We were in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, and and Rio. Yeah. And I think the first week in Brazil, it was six hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah, something wow. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it's and we're still we're gonna we're gonna send it back out when we get the uh, funding. It's, it's expensive to to, right. to take around the world, you know, because because of the insurance. <clears throat> but but there's talks about taking it back out. Okay, hey, so, that could be cool too. Yeah, yeah. Is there a specific project that you feel particularly proud of for, you know, it was a new discovery or, you know, it was a really involved process or something you think Miles would have been really proud of? Um, well, I mean, personally, I think a lot of stuff I'm proud of is the bootleg stuff that we put out, you yeah, know, where okay. got five concerts from around the world that, you know, some people have had them on bootlegs, but not every, you know, most people haven't never heard these concerts. Right, so right. Like the Newport out. one that just came out. Yeah, like that kind yeah. of collection or, you know, like the, there was a quintet with the one with that Dave Holland in it, you know, it was like a kind of a transitional group, you know, like those things I think are really cool. And those are, from musicians, I get a lot of good feedback on those things, Right. you know, from my friends who are not musicians, who are like DJs and stuff like that, they love things like doo-bop, everything's beautiful evolution of the groove you know they like the stuff that your uh this what's the thing that bill laswell did the pantalassa you know that kind of stuff right they like the new stuff that's kind of mixing miles in with with uh collaborations you know music music collaborations, which he liked to do himself anyway so that's where you know that's where he was at in the 90s that's where he was going with you yeah. know doobop and mixing hip-hop and you see that legacy continuing you know to this day. And I mean, a, a Q-tip is picking it right back up. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, when, he, 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 they, they were friends. Like, he came to uh, the whole Tribe Called Quest came to one of his birthdays. Really? Yeah. yeah. Truck, that one got me. <laughs> Ta Tavern on the Green in, in Central Park. Yeah. Wow. And then we worked with Nas on, on the evolution of the groove with his dad, Oludara. So, you know. That's right. It's all music. It's all relative, man. <laughs> and, exactly Ron, and Ron Carter played on on a, on the Tribe Called Quest record. That's Did exactly you know that? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We'll get him on the show too. Yeah, and it was interesting. I was just interviewing someone about Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix, and he mentioned that there was plans in the work for a Miles Davis Jimi Hendrix record. I was. Is, is there any <laughs> truth to that? Either one, of you know anything about that? Apparently they were trying to recruit Paul McCartney to play bass or something. That's yeah, <laughs> I heard I heard about it. You hear about that? But I yeah. tried to I tried to take a track from uh, Voodoo <laughs> Child, yeah. and with Pat Thrall and Charlie Drayton, we were producing Evolution of the Groove, and I and I met with Janie, Jimmy's sister, and we fitted right into this track, man. So yeah. it sounds like Jimmy was just just playing with Miles, but. But Janie wouldn't, wouldn't, she didn't, she wouldn't okay it at the time, you know. Gotcha. But uh, I, have to, I have to play for it sometime. Right? Huh? You brought flowers and everything, right? Flowers, <laughs> special flowers. Went to see her at, at Electric Ladyland and, you know, but, you know, and we had the same lawyer at the time, Peter Shukat. Ah, see, that's a what but, could have been thing. And it shows you that Miles, you know, musically was into everything. Into everything. Now, when you were playing with him, Aaron, did he leave you, you know, either through like direct lessons or something indirect, with 
you know, just advice on how to conduct yourself as a musician, um, you know, as a professional out on the road? What did you sponge up from those sessions with him? Well, I mean, I learned about what he expected from my appearance on stage, you know, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I kind of already knew kind of what, what, what that was all about. But as far as musically, he just said he, he in the years that I, I started going on the road with him, he'd always had a drummer and a percussionist with him, right? When it was Vince and Steve Thornton, uh, and then Marilyn Mazura was around for a while, Mignongo, Mino, Mino Sinaloo was there, you know? And uh, and then and then I think it was 1990, he decided he wanted to have more, less of an organic percussion and more of like a street sound, he said. Okay. So he had this, this guy by the name of John Bingham play basically samples, you know, like, uh, I mean, there was a couple of 808 samples in there, but it was more right. only, mostly, mostly percussion samples, really. They just, you know, they sounded more modern because they were samples instead of the actual thing. Right. And uh, and then I got inherited that job. So he said, you're going to play what John played. And I was okay. like, oh, you know, I, <laughs> I had no idea. what. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to try to fit in between the grooves here. And, uh, you know, I just tried to play not what what Ricky, the drummer at the time, was playing. Ricky right. Wellman. You don't want to step on his toes. I was playing in between Ricky. Right, right. Trying to figure out how this... I was using an octopad, which to me, I was like, I can't pick a solo on this thing. And I had <laughs> two solos sometimes. So. Wow. Anyway, it was fun, though. It was, a, you know, it was a challenge, you know? And, and I like that... Uh, I love the fact that he gave me a chance to be in his band. You know, I, I, I absolutely love that, you know? Hey, Cus, and you know what? Cus, tell him about Bloodlines, because that's when I saw Cus play drums. And it messed me up. You know, oh, <laughs> well, was, was the band I was in that uh... <laughs> there it is. Bloodline was the band I was in in the '90s that had a guy. It was started by a guy named Joe Bonamassa. A lot oh, of people sure. know, yeah, our player. Blues he was guitars. at the time he was a teenager. He was like 14, and his managers were looking for younger musicians to replace the guys in his band. And um, they wound up meeting some guys uh, at a Leo Fender tribute. So it was like they met uh, Waylon Krieger, who's Robbie Krieger's son. Okay. The door. They met Barry Oakley Jr., who's Barry Oakley's son from the Allman Brothers. Yeah, wow. Uh, they somehow got in touch with Aaron Hagar, who's Sammy Hagar's son. Okay. And I knew Aaron already. So Aaron brought me in. So that's how the band kind of started going. And then Aaron left the band. And then uh, Barry became our singer, Barry Barry Oakley Jr., who's a, he's a great singer, great bass player, just like his dad, good bass player, you know. And uh, and with Joe on the guitar, and we uh, we were on EMI Records, and we we were out there for about four years, and we because hey, produced by uh, that record was produced by a guy named Joe Hardy, but in the beginning we were working with uh, Phil Ramone. Wow, man. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. We worked with co-writers like uh, Mark Hudson and uh, Will Jennings and uh, John Hyatt. So, you know, it was like kind of like being in college again after being in the Miles University. I had to go to this other college, Bloodline University of American Rock and Roll Bands 101. You know? Yeah. Very cool, <laughs> man. Very cool. Are you still playing much? Uh, I play here in my studio behind me. Okay. Uh, just started recording again, just like minimal setup. But, uh, you know, it's like my life feels really weird until I start playing music again. And I start yeah. feeling like, oh, yeah, yeah, this feels yeah, better, yeah. more normal, you know. 
these things, you know, you can't let them go for too long. <laughs> no, I hear you. That's yeah, so true. And when you're not listening to Miles stuff, what kind of stuff are you listening to on a regular basis? Man. What's your when, he, when it was his birthday, I was listening to like Live Evil every day, just on repeat. Oh, yeah, yeah. But lately, it's been more, you know, ESP and um, Sorcerer, probably. You know, okay. I mean, that's what I'm sorry, Nefertiti. There's a Miles uh, for Nefertini, every mood. ESP, uh, miles for every know? mood. Cool, cool. Yeah. Just and he offers that. You know, he offers yep. the, the, the ability to ch change, choose from all these different times where everything sounds completely different. Yep. Depending so on how you true. feel, you know. You know, I'm kind of curious since you brought up the thing that Q-Tip was at his birthday. You know, toward the end of his life, are either one of you like aware of maybe a young musician or someone coming up that he had his eye on, he was really digging, you know, a band that he was really, you're saying this could be the new thing? A younger musician? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. He was just digging everybody. It was Scotty yeah. Politti, Toto, Cameo, Prince. But he, uh, I mean, he does yeah. Wallace, though, you know? Yeah, yeah that's Kasa true. Yeah. Group called Kassav. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, every, everybody, you know? Just digging, digging sounds, you know? Yeah. Digging sounds, man. Right up to the very end. Brian, right. you know what was so cool about him was that he would just, it was, to him, it was almost like math. It's like, Music is just music, you know, okay. like the, right. it's still music. And he'd, he'd see like the stuff I was listening to when I was in high school on, on MTV. And he could kind of just, he would just walk by and pick out one thing that sounded kind of cool. Like, oh, guitar player is cool. Play, rewind that or play that again. I want to hear that. Or, you know, it, you know, I would think, man, he's going to hate this. <laughs> right. you know, whatever. What, what, was the, what, what was the drummer, cuz you were talking about? The drummer? He saw, he saw a Slayer video was on once. Okay. <laughs> And he said, man, the drummer's really laying it down, huh? And he just kept walking on, walked on through the, through the living room, you know? Wow. Just, funny thing about that That's was important, Dave man. Lombardo. That's an important lesson. You the know? guy he was talking about, Dave Lombardo, his father was big into jazz, and he was raised on go. Miles Records. There so, you go. So he heard it. Yeah, just like Frankie, right, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Was there anything that was just not his cup of tea? Or did you give everything a shot? I mean, I, I didn't hear him playing too many country records and everything, but I mean, he was friends with Willie, so. And Doug Willie Nelson, named yeah. a song after Willie. Well, you know, Willie had jazz chops. I mean, he was putting in some jazz yeah. harmony. And, and the manager of, of Willie right now, Mark Rothbaum, used to manage Miles. Yeah. So when, wow. when Aaron and I go to Austin, we always go out to the ranch and hang out with Willie at the Luck okay. Ranch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, like you said, there's a lot to look forward to with regard to the Miles Davis. There are a lot to watch right now, rather, be it Birth of the Cool, the documentary. You can watch Miles Ahead, you know, with Don Chile. You can order the merch. Um, and when's the new Miles Davis Electric Band album going to drop, Vince? As soon as this pandemic is over, because we can't finish, Lenny and I can't finish mixing because they want us to tour right after. So everything's on hold. But gotcha. we, we've, we've recorded it, but we have to mix it now and then tour and uh, Aaron and I have been doing a lot of press for for Birth of the Cool with with Stanley. Yep. Um, release it's going to be released in September, I think the fifteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So we've been in September fifteenth. So we've been doing a lot of press for that. You know. Yeah. So for for our Japanese friends. Okay, you know. released in Japan. Okay. So yeah. Look forward yeah. to for our Japanese yeah. friends. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. Please. Very cool. Uh, you know, we had another question here. Uh, 
Robert wants to know, any surprises, music or new information learned, when the estate was putting together any Miles box sets? You know, again, anything uncovered, this thing had been sitting there forever, um, you know, a song, scribbles, notes, anything like that, any big discovery that you can remember? Not for me. I mean, Vince, Vince said something about Tony Williams once. What was that, guy? Yeah, Tony, we, we, we were listening to some things, and Tony was playing Temple Blocks. And, you know, Tony Williams on Temple Block. And I remember, I remember Aaron and I were in the studio listening in New York, and Tio Macero was, God rest his soul. He was so upset because we were releasing all the outtakes, you know, on yeah, some of these yeah. on, on a project. And he called us every name under the sun, you know, lovingly. <laughs> so Tony, but, tempo but, blocks just clink, clink, no, no, clink. No, 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 no. The oh. tempo blocks, you know, the, temp, the wooden tempo blocks. Oh, just, yeah. Just, just to try something out, you know. Yeah, hey, that's cool, man. But it was cool because he was still playing something slick. It was just yeah. on tempo blocks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but. That's you know, and I know Tony was a hero of yours and a, tier, a hero of Lenny's. Uh, we talked to Lenny last time on the podcast about you know meeting Tony. Uh, Vince, was there a musician who you were you know particularly fond of meeting and just learning from and being next to? In the, in the Miles band. In Miles band, yeah. Every one of them. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna tell you why. I used to hang up after. I used to like study Al. I would hang with Al yeah. for hours. Yeah. I would hang with, with Michael Henderson in that band. I would hang with, I used to fly, like fly around. And, and, and I flew to St. Louis with Michael Henderson and Pete Cozy and, and Pete, you took me under his wing. So it was like all the musicians I, I just looked up to. Yeah. Especially, I especially gravitated, of course, toward the drummers. Right. But, but those guys took the time out they could have been like beat it, nephew. You know, we don't. You know, but <laughs> right. those, no, seriously, those guys, M. Tume, all those we bonded as as a young as a young kid trying to learn music, and 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 Aaron and I are friends with all these musicians to this day. Jack, Ron, Wayne, Herbie, yeah. M. Tume, Dave Liebman, all of the guys. You know, and that's and and that's a bond, and and that that I cherish, that I do cherish, that we cherish. Yeah, you know. Totally. Because you can't just call up Wayne on the phone and say, hey, Wayne, how you doing? I say, hey, Uncle Ron, how you doing? You know, right, right. You know, or Lenny White. We, got, we, have, we have affectionately a, a, a nickname for Lenny. Call him, we call him Machine Gun Lenny White. So, yeah. you know. Rapid fire. But, Rapid but, fire. But, but, but to answer your question, they're, they're, every musician I learned and, and gravitated to as a kid, and I still do. Yeah. As yeah. an adult, you know. No, playing cool. how, how about you, Aaron? Anybody's wing? You were happy to find yourself under coming up with Miles. Um, Vince's really. I mean, I yeah. I would just bug him to death with questions. I still do. But um, yeah. I mean, you know, one time we were somewhere like in '85, and and we call it's called Miles Chief. So I always say Chief. So okay. But, so like Chief that. says to me, but he actually he says to John Schofield, he goes, <laughs> he goes, take Aaron, go show him something on guitar. <laughs> So he showed me the pentatonic scale and uh, how to play like a one four five blues, and I every time I play it, I go well not every time, but I think often I'm like, man, John showed me that, man, that's so yeah. cool. That's you know, wild. That's yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you didn't. I didn't realize how how special that was until you know later. But <clears throat> you know, then I just watched Vince, and I you know I learned so much asking him, bugging him about who's this drummer, who's this bass player, who. What kind of high ass are you using? Why do they look like that? What what is this? What is that? You know, 
uh, it, was, it was important. You know, I was it was a big deal to me because he he had it all together. And, you know, he was up there playing with Chief. And, you know, uh, you know, it was just you know, it's just all those guys. I mean, Daryl Jones. I mean, um, Bobby Irving. You know, um, yeah. Well, I mean, after Schofield left the band. Stern came back for a little while, Mike Stern. And then after he left the band, Robin Ford came in the band. I mean, those three guys are like some of the, the best three guitar players we've ever had. You know what That's I mean? Right. That's right. You, you know, you know, B, I liken it to a, a, a fraternity. You know, ah. I mean, Randy Hall. I, I've been knowing Randy Hall since kindergarten. You know, wow. he sang on Man with the Horn and he j we just did the rubber band session together. Um, and, and Aaron, I'll call Aaron now. He, I'll call Aaron and we talk about Chief. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, there's not a day that doesn't go by. Yeah. That that Miles pops up, Chief pops up. If it's not business, it's like a, cause you remember this, cause you remember that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Sharing memories. Wayne Shorter called yesterday out of the blue. Wow. You know, to, to talk about my dad sending him a Buffalo Soldier cat, hat when when my dad was you know alive and I mean things like that where you don't you can't take it for granted. Right, you know, because it's like what, and then he's you wait. He's like Wayne Shorter called, but right, he's just, he's just like, man. Remember when your dad sent me? You know, and I'm like, it's yeah, the family. Wayne, but, it's yeah, the family, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, you yeah. said fraternity. It's like the family. Everybody yeah, calling each other yeah. up. You know, from sharing memories. That, that's yeah. absolutely what it Sicily, is. Sicily, a call about some celery, celery juice. You know, <laughs> I talked one day. I talked to Aaron's mom about you know Jimi Hendrix. We we, yeah. we went to see Buddy Guy. Uh, Remember that, cuz? Yeah. And I was, and she probably, I was like, I was like a kid. I was like, Marguerite, tell me another story about Jimmy. And, you know, yeah. the whole thing, you know, but that's the beauty of, of what Miles, Uncle Miles brought us all together, you know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And so. talking with you guys, I mean, the stories are amazing. Everybody has a meeting Miles Davis story. Um, that's usually hilarious. Aaron, when you, you know, there's a particular memory you think about it, something like you can't stop smiling, you can't stop laughing, anything like that. There's a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> already, already uh, I mean, PG-13 rated. And Munch always tells me when I can't repeat it, but <laughs> every time I see him, he tells me this story. I'm like, oh, God, I hear this again. Uh, we, um, but, you know, there's always like, uh, like I said about the popcorn. Once I, I came to visit him and I flew in and he had a car pick me up or, or maybe it might've been Vince, but I think it was a limo pick me up and take me to his place in Malibu. And he had this, like a, uh, like a roasting, like, you know, those aluminum roasting pans that you could yeah. like, they're disposable that you could cook a turkey in, you know? Yeah. He had one of those full of popcorn, and like <laughs> half of it was burnt. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's a popcorn. I burnt yours. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm just figure out how is this popcorn in a roasting? <laughs> Perfectly set. Hey, cuz in, in, in a rotisserie, huh? In a rotisserie. Yeah, you know, like, and it's like oh. over here, and he's like, that's yours over there. That's awesome, man. Every time I burn the popcorn now, I'm gonna think of Miles and I'm gonna give the burnt half to my wife and I say, Hey, that's Miles away. But Brian, some fish, man, and booyah base and spaghetti with anchovies in it and things like that. Oh my god, it's incredible. But he would defer to uh, Vince's dad, Vince Wilburn Sr. when it came to the barbecue. Yeah. Don't even, okay. Don't yeah. even okay. ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. 
But yeah, no, I've heard, I mean, he's, he's an incredible artist. Some what I've been hearing, incredible cook. We know he's a legendary musician. And, you know, that's what I love talking to you about, Miles, every week, Vince, because, you know, I'm learning that he was just this incredible family man as well, you know. and, and it's, a hum it's a humanistic side yeah, to him. Yeah, 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 so, yeah absolutely. The pe people tend to miss that he wasn't always the Prince of Darkness. Right. I don't even think right. he liked that, that, that moniker, Prince wow. of Darkness. Yeah. He wasn't in yeah. I don't think so. Well, hey Jeff, go ahead and pull up that shop again. We'll remind people as we uh, as we wrap up here that products are available on the shop. The Miles Davis merch is up there. Uh, Jeff, can you pull that up? Hoodies coming out. Sketches of Spain hoodies coming out. Um, the masks are available. The some, I think there's still some bitches brew fiftieth stuff on the site too. Okay. Bitches yeah. Brew 50, because it, this is his 50th anniversary year, right? 19, uh, yeah, 1970 to 2020. All available now. Flasks, T-shirts. It's all there. You can buy. You can stream the documentary as we speak. You can watch Miles Ahead somewhere out there in the universe. And uh, yeah, new Miles Davis electric band album coming out very soon. And lithographs, B. And, and some have been asking Aaron and I about the art. So if they just hit us up on um, our Daryl Porter, the original art, you know, oh, we can okay. talk, oh, talk wow. about that. There's, there's, we, we have a, a, a temperature con, uh, controlled um, art uh, storage. So gotcha. we, we gotcha. still have tons of original art also. Beautiful. Yeah. And Rubber Band is still out for streaming and purchase all right. right now. It's yeah. all remixes. Um, Robert wants to know, Robert, Mr. Question Man tonight. Um, who's playing on the upcoming Miles Electric Band album? Good question, Robert. Thank you. Okay, Robert, uh, you're going to get me in trouble because I can't remember everybody. Ron Carter, Vernon Reed, Patricio Martinez, Lenny wow. White, Bernard wow. Wright, uh, Quentin Zotto, Emilio Emodis, Wallace Roney, uh, uh, um, um, I'll send you a list. But it's, it's a ton of guys. It's a ton of guys. Charlie Drayton's hand claps. He came by. Um, um, Jeremy Pelt. Hell, a lot of dudes, man. Right on. Yeah, send it to me. We'll put it, we'll put it on the site when we post this video. We'll have a link to it when it's ready. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of us will be looking forward Sir to it. Sir Ron Carter. Did Sir I say Ron that? Carter. Sir Ron Carter. Skull's Sco, on there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it in the family. I love it. Aaron. Daryl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you send me that list. We'll put it up there. And uh, like I said, we'll have a link to it on our site as well, whenever it's ready. Aaron Vince, thank you so much for joining me. As always, this is a pleasure um, celebrating Miles on Miles Monday. Really, thank really appreciate you, Brian. it. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You are very welcome, Brian. Yes, Antoine Roney. See, got, see, he started some stuff. Because if I don't say these, <laughs> right. if I don't say these names, gets to get me off, you know, offline. That's all right. We'll get it on the website. We'll make sure everyone is included. But like we say. Go watch the docs. Go watch the movies. Most importantly, just go listen to some Miles Davis. Uh, you know, there Thanks, is a Pete. Miles for every mood. Thank you to you both. Vince. Love you, cuz. Love you, Vince. I'll talk to you guys soon. Cousin love. We'll Vince. see you later. Vince, I'll, I'll see you next week for okay, another Pete. Miles Monday. You know it, B. Yep. Take care, everybody. We'll everybody see you tomorrow. Be, stay safe. Wash your hands. Peace. That's right. All right, so thank you to my guests, Vince Wilburn Jr. and Aaron Davis, uh, overseers of the Miles Davis estate. A lot of really, really exciting stuff uh, already in the works for the Miles Davis estate and stuff that you could be listening to right this very moment. We will be back, of course, next week for Miles Monday and 
This Friday, we've got Mr. Carlos Santana and his wife, Cindy Blackman Santana, coming by the show. That's right. This Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be chatting with Carlos Santana and Cindy Blackman Santana. They have a new album coming out in September. That'll do it for today's episode. I'm Brian Zimmerman. Uh, thank you so much. Ah, Jeff is reminding me. We should definitely pitch our new subscription rate for fans of Miles Davis, for fans of Carlos Santana, for viewers of Jazz Is Live. You're going to love this special subscription rate for just 99 cents per month for three months you can unlock unlimited digital access to our site plus come fall we'll enroll you to receive our forthcoming print issue which is all about the art of the album so like we said you get three months of unlimited digital access which means you have open access to our jazz's archives plus come fall come september we'll enroll you to receive our forthcoming print issue which is all about the art of the album all right that'll do it for me tonight i will see you back tomorrow with jazz's live i'm brian zimmerman thanks for watching everyone so long.